if you really actually want to make progress fast, if you want to play big faster, pay money to cut the line. And the way that you do that is you go and hire the best person to solve the biggest problem that you have right now. Go and pay the money and trust yourself. Believe in yourself that every time you make a bet on you, then it's going to produce an ROI. Go and pay to cut the line. Get there faster. Live now. Don't live later. Microphone check one, two. What is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you done started. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We are joined today by Josh Thomas. Josh is the founder of Factor One. It is a very unique business advisory, and it really works with entrepreneurs. And so for all of you entrepreneurs out there who are wondering how to 2x your business growth, Josh is here today to spill some of the beans. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. It's an amazing day. The birds are chirping. The sun is shining. Everything's great. Awesome. Look, it's a little chilly where I am, but we do have some sunshine. Where are you at today? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Okay. I'm in the beautiful metropolis of Flowood, Mississippi. Okay. So (laughs) definitely, Josh, I love the fact that one, you work with entrepreneurs because there are so many opportunities for people who are just trying to be innovative, sell products and services. But when I saw that you could actually help people grow their business in 90 days to exit, I was like, I got to talk to Josh. Come on, Josh, spill some of those beans. Tell us how you found it. Factor One, and actually what Factor One does. Sure. I think let me answer the first question there first, which is how do you grow your business quickly? And there's a couple of ways to do that. The first one is we have to understand the answer to one question. And that question is, what do you want? Because if you don't know what you want, then anything will do. And the way that I I like to explain that is the concept of a road trip. And I'm going to use Disney World a couple of times here in examples today. But if you're taking a road trip, if I were to say, hey, Sherry, let's go take a road trip. What's the very first question that you're going to have for me? Where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah. What if I said... I don't know. I don't really have a destination in mind. I figured we just roll around and see where we end up. Are you getting in the car with me? No, that's that's not really my jam. I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah, you're going to pass on that one, right? But how many entrepreneurs have you talked to where you ask them, hey, what's your goal? And they say, eh, I haven't really established a goal. I just want to get some progress. It's the same conversation. Right? If you don't have a destination, any place will do. And so if I say, I want to go to Disney World, and then I can build out a plan for how to get there. Where do I stop? How much gas do I need? Do I need a hotel somewhere along the way? How much is it going to cost? Do I need to get food? I can answer a lot of questions when I know where I'm going. Right. And the other thing that I know is if I'm planning a trip to Disney World, then stopping in Gulf Shores, Alabama and saying that's close enough, it doesn't make any sense. It's illogical, right? And so with the destination in mind, we're able to reach it. And so we really, the first thing we have to do 
is we have to answer that question. What do I want? What is my goal? What is my destination? And then from there, a lot of things start opening up. Okay. So I take it you didn't just wake up one morning and decide that this is the work that I want to do. How did you get to the point that you actually started doing this work and helping others? Unfortunately, your podcast isn't long enough for me to answer that question fully. (laughs) But uh, what I can tell you is uh, most people who start a business are a little bit insane, but also they got tired of the status quo in one way or another. I had a job. I used to be a teacher and I got burned out on that. I was, it was great. I loved it. It just wore me out and I had to find something else to do. And so I got my real estate license and, but it was 2008 and nobody could get a loan. Also, yeah. Also I had absolutely no skills. (laughs) So on top of that, it was just miserable failure. And so I ended up getting on the internet typing in something real stupid, like how to make money online. And uh, spoiler alert, I did not find the answer. But what I did find was I found mentors. And I found people that showed me a different way to think and a different way to operate. And I started studying and learning and leveraged that into a job at a consulting firm where I got to learn on their dime. And I leveraged that into some independent work and I leveraged that into the next business. And so Each of those steps helped lift me up a little bit more to where I felt the confidence to say, you know what, I got this now and actually mean it (laughs) instead of just faking it like I did 15 years ago. Awesome. And that was my next question. So you've been doing this for about 15 years now. That's right. Tell us about some of the opportunities that some entrepreneurs really don't take advantage of when they're starting a business. I think there's a couple of things that we human beings like going away from business a little bit and going into how we operate as a human being. There are certain things that if we knew about ourselves, we could change our behavior patterns. But first, we have to do that internal study to really know how we operate as humans. There's a book on my shelf called Habits of a Happy Brain by Loretta Bruning. Highly recommend that book. What it does is it dives into how your instinctual survival brain keeps you in a certain place. It keeps you from taking unnecessary risks because we're wired from hundreds of thousands of years ago when we were cavemen and there were saber-toothed tigers and everything was a mortal threat. And so our brain to protect us, it shoots out all of these different chemicals and hormones to say, nope, nope, don't do that. You could die. (laughs) But what it doesn't know, because it hasn't had an upgrade in a while, is that there are no more saber-toothed tigers. We aren't wandering through the prairie and we don't live in caves. Your brain's not aware of that. And so any little thing that looks like a risk, no, don't do that. Entrepreneurship feels like a risk. It does. Especially if you have a job because somebody's cutting you a check every week. Whether you do a good job or not, (laughs) you still get paid. And so our brain registers that as the cave and we're safe. And it registers entrepreneurship as wandering through the prairie, getting hunted by whatever dominant apex predator. As long as we understand that, 
Now we can harness it and we can control it. Now I know next time it's like time to make a risky decision. This might not work, but that's okay. If it doesn't work, I'm probably not going to die. <laughs> I'll likely survive this failure and I'll be smarter and better on the other side of it. And so I have to embrace that risk and, well, what if it doesn't work? Then it doesn't work. We'll figure it out from there. This, this is so good. And okay, so we got past that portion. Where does your, like someone wanted to work with you to start maybe learning some of these skills, what is it that you do with entrepreneurs exactly? So most of the business owners that I run into that have gotten some momentum, either they're just starting or they've been going for a while, hustle is going to take you from your job to maybe replacing your income. And once you've done that, hustle fizzles out. I'm working hard. I'm going out. I'm selling to my friends and I'm opening up a shop and hey, come to my restaurant, come to my shop buy my service, whatever it is, we can hustle our way into a business. But at some point, hustle just runs you into a wall and it won't take you any further. And, and so at that point, you have a choice. You can just hustle yourself to death and stay in that same place, just kind of running yourself into a rut. Or you can get a slingshot, pop yourself over that wall get to the next level. In order to do that, you need two things. Number one, you need momentum. And number two, you need a mechanism. So two things there, momentum, mechanism. The momentum is, for me, it, what I typically do is I realized a long time ago, if you have healthy sales and cash flow, you pretty much don't have a problem. If you're struggling in your business, but you have healthy sales and healthy cash flow, you're not actually struggling in your business. You just need to appropriate resources differently. And so the first problem that I usually try to solve is how do I solve this cash flow problem? How do I bring a bunch of sales in the door, inject your business with cash right now so that you're not worried about survival? And we can start building that mechanism, which is systems, processes, SOPs, team members, and pointing ourselves in the right direction so we can actually get to Disney World. And so the first real thing that you have to do is you got to get that momentum because if you're standing still, you're not going to be able to get over that wall. You got to get a running start. And then once we get a running start, you need a mechanism that's going to slingshot you over it. And that's where your systems come in play. It's a two, two part scenario there. Okay. So does this look like, is it one-to-one -one coaching with businesses and are most of the businesses that you work with a certain size? Sure. So. I work with service-based businesses that are under $2 million. It's a, for my company specifically, we have a, an accountability coaching, which is the other thing that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, which is, Hey, I got a million things to do. Let me try to do all of them, which means I'm actually not going to do any of them. And so we focus in first on what's the one thing that you really need to do and how do we set a goal, an actual destination to know when we've gotten there. And then let me hold you accountable for making sure that you arrive. Accountability specifically, there's some science behind this where if you commit to yourself, 
there's like these levels of commitment. If I commit to myself that I'm going to do something, my chances of actually doing it are 25% according to science. If I say, Sarah, I'm going to come on your podcast. My chances of doing that are like one in four every time I say it. If I say it four times, maybe I'll show up once. Now, if I say, Sherry, I'm going to go on your podcast and I tell my project manager, hey, I'm going to go on Sherry's podcast. Now I've committed to somebody else. And at that point, I have a 65% chance of success, like two out of three, I'll make it onto this podcast, right? But if I say, Sherry, I'm going to go on your podcast and we're going to meet on Thursday at 1030 Central and we're going to record it. Now, my chances of actually doing that go up to 95%. And it's just having those three pieces in place virtually guarantee your success. And so everything that I built is around that accountability model. Hey, you want to hit this goal? Cool. Commit to yourself, commit to me, and then commit to time. We're going to make sure that it happens. Everything that happens in the middle is a little gooier. But as long as we have that rigid structure, you're going to get to that destination. And that's really the main focus as far as as far as what that gooey part in the middle, that's where the strategy and 15 years of experience, all that stuff comes in. But as long as you're in that structure, your chances of success are very high. And so I know even though you say that you can start growing their business in 90 days, generally, how long do you work with these companies? Is it ongoing or is it a term commitment? Yeah, sure. I've had clients for five years. I've had clients for one day (laughs) and pretty much everything in between. Okay. Now the one day that, yeah, you, you got to tell us about the one day. (laughs) Actually that guy, I worked with him on site, flew up to their office for one day, helped them make one change in one process that they were doing. And they ended up doubling their business that year. And they ended up becoming an eight figure company. One day. Okay. So I like this story better because when you said one day, I was like, oh my God, what happened? But like a VIP situation where you just went and, okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, you're like, yeah, forget forget all that other boring stuff, Josh. Tell us about that. (laughs) Tell us about the one day. That is so awesome. Love that. Definitely love that. I'll tell you what I did if you want. Yes, please. Here's what it is. We need to move the needle. That's momentum. Moving the needle creates momentum. And so what this company needed is they needed that momentum because they were stalling out. The reason they were stalling out is because they had this huge sales team and no sales process whatsoever. They were getting a bunch of calls or spending a bunch of money on ads or talking to a bunch of people and they weren't closing any sales. And the reason they weren't closing any sales is because they didn't have a systemized process for asking for the sale. And so I wrote them a sales script. I trained them on the sales script. I had them practice the sales script and I had them deliver the sales script on live calls by the end of the day. And from that day, they adopted the script, they refined it, and they ended up doubling their sales by the end of that month. And then they continued just doing the same thing over and over like entrepreneurship, successful entrepreneurs. It's really boring. It's not like the new AI, write everything for you, sexy, shiny object thing. It's finding something that works and doing it over and over again. 
And now this company is over $12 million annually. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So if I were looking to work with you, how do we catch up with you? Sure. So I'm on all social media at JT Literally. And then I also host a weekly discussion panel for entrepreneurs called the BYOB Lunch Club. We bring on experts in various different topics and we talk about whatever is going on. We answer questions and we talk about any particular topic that's relevant to business owners. But if you're interested in working with me directly, if you're an entrepreneur and you feel like what I've said is resonating with you, like I feel like I'm in this rut, I feel like I'm hitting that wall. I can't hustle anymore because it ain't working. Let's have a conversation. You can go to my website, factor1.io and click on basically anything on there. And you'll be able to watch a short video that walks through what we do. And you can fill out an application for a demo. We'll have a conversation. You'll be talking directly with me. And I'll be really honest with you about whether or not I can help you because we do guarantee results in writing. So if I can't help you, I have no incentive to try to bring you on if you don't want to or if it doesn't make sense. That's what we do. Factor1.io. Social media is at JT Literally, any channel. One more thing. If you could give an entrepreneur one piece of advice on just how to play big faster in their business, what would it be? So I'm going to answer that question, but I want to I want to put an asterisk on it because I don't want it to sound self-serving. Let's just assume for a moment that I'm a gardener or I'm a chiropractor or whatever, but I'm anything besides what I just said that I was. The best way to play big faster is to pay to cut the line. And what I mean by that is going back to the Disney World analogy, you go and you pay a little bit of extra money and you get the fast pass and you get to ride like 10 times more rides because you don't have to stand in line. Same thing applies if you're an entrepreneur. You can stand in line. You can go to YouTube University. You can read more books. You can listen to more podcasts. No offense. But I have a podcast too. You can listen to my podcast if you want. But if you really actually want to make progress fast. If you want to play big faster, pay money to cut the line. And the way that you do that is you go and hire the best person to solve the biggest problem that you have right now. Go and pay the money and trust yourself. Believe in yourself that every time you make a bet on you, then it's going to produce an ROI. Whatever it costs, pay the money. Even if you don't get jack from it, at least you learned that's not the answer. Cross that off. Move on to the next thing. You can always make more money. Go and pay to cut the line. Get there faster. Live now. Don't live later. Now, I'm not going to let you out of here without telling us the name of your podcast and how to get to it because we didn't cover that. Oh, so I have a podcast called The Do Zone. It's about productivity for entrepreneurs. You can go there. It's on Spotify and Apple. And I also have the BYOB Lunch Club. That's BYOBLunchClub.com. And that's free. We do it live every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central. So anybody's welcome to join. Josh, thank you so much for joining us today. And everyone else, until next time, play big faster. Thanks for listening to this episode. And remember to play big faster. 